apples. Contrary to the rumors that you've heard, I was not born in a manger. I was I was actually born on Krypton and sent here by my father, Jor L, to save the planet Earth. Live from Stanford, Connecticut, it is the one and only Animal Farm Radio Show, the only place in the world where we can mix crappy news with cows that move. The date today is Wednesday, March 4th, 2009. That's good. My name like is Benjamin that. Miller, and I'm Sean here with my fellow corporate sharecroppers, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Python Soundboard. He's not here. <laughs> We've got an action-packed show for everybody tonight. We're going to be talking to the infamous Bob Chapman from the International Forecaster. He's going to help us decipher the lies and disinfo being put out by the bureaucrats. We're also going to get into FEMA martial law plans, amongst other stuff, and Tony will lubricate you with the flushed the used, and the recently discovered. Straight ahead, you are on the farm. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Welcome, my fellow pig farmers, to the Animal Farm. It is another edition, another day, and uh, another dollar, Ben. I really hope so. Of course, the, the website is animalfarmshow.com. Number to call in tonight, 512-879-3805. Lots to do and little time to do it. Uh, we're supposed to have Bob Chapman on after the first half an hour. So let's get yeah. right to it. I want the drum roll. I want the lubrication. I know you do, too. You want Tony to apply it with his hands. <laughs> it is the flushed, the used, and the recently discarded. And uh, we'll start with the flushed, of course. It is the householders, or the homeowners here, uh, to now be charged for each flush of their toilets. Householders will be charged for each flush under a radical new toilet tax designed to help beat the drought. Uh, the scheme would replace the current system, which sees sewage charges is based on a home's value, not its wastewater output. And that, of course, Pyeth will eventually cue the Arnold Schwarzenegger clip. Uh, Cicero <laughs> Policy and Economic Research Unit member Jim McCall and Adelaide University Water Management Professor Mike Young, they very good, plan to promote the move uh, to state and federal politicians and uh, ex- ex- experts pardon me, across the country. Uh, sure enough, this is in Australia, but it, it's also being done in America. We'll get to that real quick. But it would encourage people to reduce their sewage output by taking shorter showers or cycling washing machine water or connecting rainwater tanks, Ben, to internal plumbing to reduce their charges, Professor Young said. Some people may oh, wow. go as far as not flushing their toilet as often because did less you sewage <laughs> you produce, the less sewage rate you pay. I did not know this, but uh, this is actually going on in the city of Bel Air, Texas. Uh, they actually have this system, and, you know, quote-unquote, it seems to work. But sure enough, the, the whole point here is they're looking to reform the way sewage is priced, and this plan will drive interest uh, in the different ways water is used throughout Australia. But I did not know that in, uh, in the United States it's actually being used. Uh, I guess it is effective, and I hope it never comes to uh, America, at least where I'm living. Go ahead, Pyeth. 
Play the clip. From the time they get up in the morning and flush the toilet. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're taxed. Literally now. <laughs> then they go and get a coffee. They're taxed. They get into their car. They're taxed. They go to the gas station. They're taxed. They go for lunch. They're taxed. And this goes on all day long. Yep. Tax, 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 tax. Yeah, welcome to the new America. And sure enough, uh, moving on here yes. now, now to the used. I couldn't think of any other name for this one, but a Walmart customer finds human teeth in a new wallet he just yeah. bought. <laughs> you saw this, Ben? I mean, you know. How shady is that place? Look, I know you, I, I, you, know, I, I know you, you re, people return products and they, they don't want them. And even if someone forgets their teeth in their wallet, you figured they would at least check the pockets and nothing else for money but at Falmouth, massachusetts a customer shopping at a walmart for a wallet claims he found something that definitely didn't fit the bill and that were that was a human teeth police say the man found 10 human teeth saturday when he unzipped a compartment in the wallet one tooth had a filling ben go figure the customer Jeez, turned, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense keeps their teeth in the wallet i mean what uh, is this world coming to and one teeth and one tooth had a filling yeah went to the filling and i guess that's a special one that's like the you know they gouged it out and took it to the talk shop or what i don't know my teeth are hurting now. I'm just thinking about this. The customer turned the wallet uh, and the teeth over to employees at the Fallmouth store, but left without giving his name. Police investigating the incident told the Cape Cod Times that the teeth belonged to an adult, but since there were no blood on the or gum tissue on the teeth, they were not, unable to, to perform DNA tests. So they can't get oh, the DNA dude. just from the teeth, Ben. <laughs> Too bad. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's a guy out there just saying, where are my teeth? Sure enough. Moving on, finally, the recently discovered and something that's not as no, not crazy, not out of the world, but something cool. I figure I want to talk about it. Uh-huh. Pasadena, California, a faint pinprick of moving light spotted by NASA's Cassini spacecraft on Saturn's G-ring appears to be a moonlet that could be the main source of the ring, astronomers announced today. Uh, Cassini scientists analyzing images acquired over the course of about 600 days found the tiny moonlet, which measures about a third of a mile or half a kilometer across embedded with a uh, partial ring or ring arc previously found by the Cassini uh, in Saturn's tenuous G-ring. Before the discovery announced today in an international uh, astronomical union circular, astronomers, a single particular moon that could explain the formation of the G-ring. So apparently it's like this moon. Very nice, Ben. Uh, Before Cassini, the G-ring was only a dusty ring uh, that was not clearly associated with a known moon, which made it odd, said Matthew Headman, a Cassini imaging team associate. But sure enough, there might be a little moon in that ring. Wow. So something, you know, not... Something interesting, yes. <laughs> I think he's ever played this clip before. <laughs> oh boy. Anyways, there you know, there's the intro articles. Wanna I wanna take it easy on you today? I got one. Oh, go ahead, man. Yes, please. Just... Go for the four. Go for the four. Woman calls nine one one over oh, McNuggets. Oh god, I, I saw it. Did you see their interview on Fox News? No, I didn't. <laughs> How low of, of an intellect someone can have is really incredible in this day and age. But go ahead, just read it because it's, uh, it's ridi- this is serious. Yeah, it's out of Florida. Authorities say a Florida woman called nine one one three times after McDonald's employees told her. They were out of chicken McNuggets, according to a police report. 27-year-old Fort Pierce uh, resident Latresa L. Goodman told authorities she paid for a 10-piece last week but was later informed the restaurant had run out. She said she was refused a refund and told all sales were final. A cashier told police she offered Goodman a large larger portion of a different food for the same price, but uh, Goodman became irate. Police said Goodman was cited uh, on a misuse of 911 charge. 
et cetera, et cetera. But Incred- the incredible thing, though, is she actually, in her head, she thought that this was a legitimate reason to call 911 emergency services That's because crazy, a company didn't fulfill their order because they ran out of chicken tenders or whatever, <laughs> <to> chicken McNuggets. Because <laughs> I bet you like Maniac people... Maniac is imminent. Request advice. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> people like David Rockefeller sit there and justify their disgusting policies by looking at this crap, you know? Yeah, I tell like, you. People are idiots. We have to run their lives. America's you know? next game show has to be who is the dumbest human being walking today. And, and uh, They already have that one, stupid criminals, right? Yeah, well, they, I mean, they, that's been going on in, in different ways for years. I mean, you know, criminals are inherently stupid. You, you hear about a lot of people, you know, robbing a bank with a, a hot dog or something along those lines. But what's the story <laughs> of people using 911 for fast food emergencies? It's not the first time it's Dude, it's ever happened. I don't think they get to decipher between a private <laughs> entity and a government organization. Like they don't have any freaking clue but, that these two things are separate. Uh, but but you know, man. in in someone's head, Wendy's Jack in the Box. Yeah, I mean, define <laughs> just in in anybody's head. Define if you were to ask a human being, define what an emergency is. And we'll leave it at that. It's kind of rhetorical, hamburger. but I can't imagine. Yeah, I guess hamburgers are if you're that hungry. But anyway, uncoverthenews.com is uh, Kristen's website. She's a great news. Do we want to call her like a news hound? She's a news junkie. News junkie. She's very good at it. And she wanted us to promote uh, peoplevbush.ca. Once again, peoplevbush.ca. Another, I guess, new project. I haven't really looked into too much, uh, but I'm sure it has something to do with the people versus Bush. So check it out. Once again, peoplevbush.ca. And of course, uncoverthenews.com. That's her website. Our website is animalfarmshow.com. Number to call in, 512-879-3805. And the chat room is Let's up. Let's have some straight talk. That's right, John McCain. <laughs> There's a lot of great folks in the chat room tonight. It is there. You just click a little chat button on our homepage. And as we talk uh, about articles and thingies, you can follow along with the bookmarked delicious section on animalfarmshow.com. Ben, I really want to pick up kind of where we left off last night in so many words. We didn't talk about the SOFA agreement. Uh, SOFA? <laughs> I, yeah, the status of forces agreement basically saying that, yes, the tr- you know, Obama's promise of troop withdrawal. And, you know, a lot of people still think he's an anti-war candidate. A lot of people still think he's going to withdraw troops. But the more you look into it and the more you read into, or at least read between the lines, I should say, the more you realize that it's not really happening. And uh, once again, you can follow along here on our website, but out of Crooks and Liars, there's a great article, and it, it kind of entails the whole thing. It describes it. Does America really, really mean the SOFA agreement? And this man, I actually have his name here. Pardon me one second. He was on uh, the show here. It's Jim Miklazuski. Very cool name. He but was he, on the show. He was on the MSNBC. He was being interviewed. Just gotcha. listen to what he had to say. Very, very important. Including our Pentagon correspondent, Jim Miklaszewski. Jim, oh, I'd like you to take close. a moment and talk about Secretary Robert Gates. Um, I should mention again, he'll be my guest exclusively on Meet the Press Sunday. Um, talk about his role. A carryover, obviously, notably from the Bush administration. Very active in the surge strategy. What role has he played in arriving at this decision about troops for President Obama? Well, I want to make two quick points about Secretary Gates, even during the campaign, if you listen to what Secretary Gates was saying about the U.S. military operations in Iraq and what Barack Obama were saying, they were not that far apart. Secretary Gates, uh, as early as 18 months to two years ago, was saying, look, uh, everybody understands that we're going to have to start withdrawing from Iraq. But at the same time, Secretary Gates uh, adds this caveat that, in fact, he believes significant numbers of troops will remain in Iraq uh, for years to 
to come. And in fact, military commanders, despite this standard of forces agreement with the Iraqi government, that all U.S. forces would be out by the end of 2011, are already making plans for a significant number of American troops to remain in Iraq beyond that 2011 deadline, assuming that that SOFA agreement would be re renegotiated. And one senior military commander told us that he expects large numbers of American troops to be in Iraq for the next 15 to 20 years. 15 to 20 years. Now, keep in mind, just to recap here, you know, Obama came out and said, by the, uh, I intend to remove all U.S. troops from Iraq by the end of 2012. That's a quote from uh, Obama himself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it doesn't take a genius to figure this out. Like I'm saying, or, you know, like we've been talking about since the very beginning, we doubted this from day one, man. So give our little tap on the back here. Not to say we told you so, but uh, this uh, user out of uh, Crooks and Liars writes, uh, I wrote earlier at Newshoggers that there was still an Iraq debate to be had, namely whether the U.S. word, as set down in the SOFA agreement with Iraq, is worth the paper it's printed on. There's a considerable body of opinion in military and neo-whatever circles that says it isn't. And he points out that five minutes before Obama announces what's Timetable NBC, NBC was quoting commanders as saying it wasn't binding on them. Duh. So, you know, may, maybe that's kind of the reason why Gates yeah, stood yeah. around. Maybe that's why Gates is still here. I mean, I don't buy it. And, and you know, if, even if there's one troop still in Iraq, it's, it's a broken promise. And they're talking about 15,000, 20,000. I've heard 50,000 troops might stay there. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it was like Jim called in last week and was talking about. Of course, they build a, a, a consulate there bigger than the freaking Vatican. Of right. course, they're gonna. Of course, you know. Of course, they're gonna keep it there, and they're gonna keep troops there uh, to maintain their their law and order, the American supremacy. But I mean, it's all broken promises. And I think I hope to God that people are starting to see that these politicians are complete liars in almost every single thing that they say. Right. I, I couldn't agree more, Ben, and I really, I'm going to stick to my guns with the optimism yes. that uh, this plan could backfire on uh, on the government itself. In other words, putting in this bait and switch with this great messiah of a man, mm -hmm. I think it could be their biggest mistake they've ever made, and I have a really funny feeling, Ben, the tides are about to turn because I think you're right. I think people are waking up. I think a lot of folks are using their intellect, and they can't back down. I was telling you before the show, one of my good friends from college, who is a die hard Republican. I'm talking... I mean, I can't even tell you how diehard. I don't want to say that. <laughs> you told me. <laughs> I told you. I'm not telling everybody else. This man, I talked to him today, and literally, Ben, he is now, uh, he's not part of the Green Party. He's just a, you know, a no-party person. He's just pulled out. He says, I'm, I'm sick of both parties. <laughs> They've both screwed up. He's seen the light. Yeah. So anyway, there, there's some good news there. And just to follow up, Jason Ditz out of RINF.com, unfortunate last name, but great article, a little quickie. Um, he writes, just one day after reports came out regarding the Obama administration 19th month withdrawal plan from Iraq, which first and foremost, I thought that's way too long and I was upset about it at the time. He, uh, Jason Ditz writes even further though, the Pentagon was detailing an enormous number of troops that would remain on the ground after Obama ostensibly fulfills his promise to remove all combat troops and all the combat they'll be engaging in. And he also writes, after the pullout, as many as 50,000 troops 50,000 of them will remain on the ground, and that's, he's talking what about in Iraq. So, yeah, and that is more than the number of troops that we have in Afghanistan, which they're clearly saying that they're at war with. And I'm sure after they take the troops out of Iraq, they'll be like, oh, no, we're not at war with Iraq anymore. It's totally fine. But we are at war in Afghanistan. We just have more troops in Iraq. Just that shush. 
Yeah, and Pentagon spokesman you Jeff. You be ashamed of uh, yourself. Yeah, Jeff Morrell conceded that some would continue to quote conduct combat operations in Iraq. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of little fine print band to say the least about this. Just this one lie. Uh, so far, he's been completely full of it. Him and Gibbs should get together and go to the bar. Uh, more on the way, folks. Animalfarmshow.com. We shall return. Stay with us. Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Will you be the one to witness the birth of the incredible Nintendo Entertainment System? The one to play with Rob, the extraordinary video robot, batteries not included. He helps you tackle even the toughest challenge. Will you be the first to raise the incredibly accurate Zapper and play games like Duck Hunt or action-packed Hogan's Alley and high-flying Kung Fu, each sold separately? Will you be the one to experience the Nintendo Entertainment System? Comes with Rob, Zapper, Control Deck, Two Controllers, Gyromite, and Duck Hunt. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Okay, last time. This is drugs. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. You're listening to the future of talk. Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. You're not going to shove a dictatorship down the throat of the American people. They'll kill you. They'll kill you. And they can Welcome back to the Animal Farm, folks. 512-879-3805, animalfarmshow.com. The website <laughs> is up. That was pretty cool. Uh, we obviously got some new sponsors. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, you know, the, the, show is, the show is moving up in the world, Ben. We're getting some new sponsors, and they're, you know, you'll hear them throughout the show. Uh, we're, we're doing our thing now. We, we are taking, <laughs> we're taking no prisoners anymore. So let that, oh, be, you see what I mean. let that be a lesson to all of you. Out there, you know who you are. Not the listeners. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, so anyway, Ben, that's it, cryptic. It really is. Uh, it really seems, though, Ben, that our troops are not really going to be pulled out. In so many words, it really seems no. like this is just a facade. This is uh, Obama using his continual rouge at this point. I mean, everything he has said after he's been uh, sworn into office, for the most part, has been a complete oh, lie. This guy goes on TV for the past three days, and he talks about, we need to cut earmarks. His whole campaign, no more pork barrel spending, no more earmarks. Oh, yeah, he pledged that before he got elected. There is not going to be any more earmarks and bells no, anymore. And no. then he went out and passed a bell that was entirely filled with earmarks and pet projects. Liar! It's unbelievable. And I hate to um, I hate to prop up, I guess, John McCain at, at this point, but <laughs> there's a great article, and of course I can't find it right Fine. off I'm tra- top of my head. Yeah, I think it was out of the Herald Tribune. Um, and it, it, it's John McCain. You know, I guess he couldn't. One of his big downfalls during the campaign is that he didn't know how to use a computer or email. But now the guy's <laughs> the guy's twittering now and all whatever the case may be. They're propping him up. I don't have any problem with that? But he, you know, he he and uh, you know, for what it's worth, McCain here points out he was. Uh, I guess this was during a hearing or something like that. He points out some of just the, some of the more ridiculous. Earmark pork barrel spending projects: 2.1 million for the Center of Grape Genetics in New York, 1.7 million for a honeybee factory in Wescalo, Texas, uh, 1.7 million for a for pig odor research in Iowa. Yeah, come on. And all I was saying, and I don't even care. I don't even want the money. I don't want the money. I don't. All I'm saying is, no, I want the money. Well, yeah, you want the money. Fine. I want 15 million, 20 million, or 30 million dollars, something like that, for veterans 
health. We mm-hmm. talked about the tour of duty extension on these poor veterans, and they're not even getting compensated the, the money that they were promised. And we and we we did some math about the uh, what was it, seventeen thousand troops at a certain amount of money, and we it worked out to be like eight or nine million dollars, whatever it was. So you know, and it goes on uh, one million for Mormon cricket control in Utah, eight hundred and nineteen thousand for catfish genetics research in Alabama. It goes on. It's unbelievable. It goes on and on and on. It's all delicious on AnimalFarmShow.com. But that's really, out of control, man. It, no, I mean, I mean that is freaking insane. That's the thing. I mean, that's why the talking points and the conservatives have had a field day with this. Granted, Ben, but I mean, you know, when you talk about the specific actual projects, I mean, they might, you know, foot a pig odor and and foot. The, yeah. I mean. Dude, we just are not in the position right now economically to be stu- studying the odor of pigs. I'm sorry. I just, that's not how it works. I, I don't know what justification they have in their mind that this is going to create more jobs and now more scientists are going to go out there and study the freaking smell of pigs. I mean, what the, what, what kind of craziness is, what kind of insanity is this? My, my brain. <sighs> Something smells rotten yeah. around here. <laughs> my brain always goes back to veterans health though, Ben, because that to me is one of the most heinous things that our government is doing and in a lot of cases is not doing. In other words, they're not taking care of the veterans who served our country yeah. in past wars and they're certainly, sure as hell, not taking care of the soldiers uh, that are currently serving for us. And that's why I cringe and my blood curdles when I see these yellow bumper stickers sold at the mobile stations. Poor our troops! Yeah. And, and meanwhile, you know, have they, it's next to the Bush-Cheney sticker uh, voted against the GI Bill or it's next to the Obama Peace logo yeah. who, who is now spending money on crap you know you might as well just just give the money away just print up as much money as you can throw it away and let's just start from the beginning because it really is to the point now where he's completely full of it we all know it totally and now i think you're right ben i really think it's just a ticker it's a matter of time um before people catch on and say wait a minute we need to get into more debt so we can get out of debt. Yeah. Explain that to me. It's absolutely, and, and he's not even paying the veter- or the the people that came home from Iraq that stayed in there the extra tour that said they were going to get extra money. You know what I mean? Nobody's even paying those people that they said, all right, if you stay in Iraq for you know a couple after your tour ends, a couple more tours, we'll pay you X amount of dollars. And now they can't even pay those people, but they're spending money on on. The, Figuring out the smell of pig crap. It, what do you just, mean? It's out of control. It, it's, it's, it really, it's <laughs> unbelievable. can't take it anymore. Well, I mean, the thing is, and especially when you apply it to actual life, you know, when you uh, talk about the troops, when you talk about veterans' health, or when you talk about actual money that should be going to really import, it's all about priority. We're yeah. talking simple priority. Mm-hmm. If your house is on fire... You're not gonna. You're gonna worry about putting the fire out <laughs> first before go, you think about shutting the water off. You're gonna go sink. sniff a pig's fire. ass. If <laughs> your house is on. You're fire. not gonna call your friend and say, "Hey, what are you doing later?" <laughs> you know, the house is on fire. You have to take care of it. So uh, it's just a matter of time. The facade is going to fall. I mean, the, the, the curtain. You know, the looking glass. Whatever you know, euphemism or whatever you want to use, metaphor. At this point, I think it's just a matter of time because you cannot BS a public who had put so much hope into one mm-hmm. biblical figure. Can you can you read some of those figures again, man? Uh, yes, yeah, sure. I can't I can't believe it. Yeah, let me just. I feel like I need to hear it twice or yeah, in actually, order for it to it, sink it, in, you know. Very <laughs> good. In, in the meantime, though, too, there was one. Uh, I posted this video on our Facebook page. Uh, Animal Farm Show has a Facebook group. Get onto Facebook, do a search, you'll find us. It's called the Crisis of Credit Visualized. And I got to tell you, and you're an animator, Pyeth. He's an animator. I am a video animator. This is one of the most impressive animations I've ever seen in my entire life. Nice. Uh, but on top of that, it. In 10 minutes, or you know, somewhere around 10 minutes, it 
basically wow. gives you the whole picture of how this whole credit crisis came to be. And I, I recommend, folks, it's at uh, Vimeo.com. I just delicious it for you on AnimalFarmShow.com. But it's called The Crisis of Credit Visualized. And I really recommend you check it out. <laughs> uh, it's a phenomenal video. And, I, and I'm going to watch it a couple more times because, you know, Ben, I'm not very good with economics, okay? I don't really have a good grasp. Well, that's why we got job, Bob Chapman and Thank, thank goodness for the, uh, for the Bob Chapman. He's coming on the show. But, you know, I think this is going to be a great educational night. But this video, I suggest everybody watch it as many times as possible because you really do – just watching the news today, I was able to understand a lot more things. But anyway, Ben, uh, moving on to some more of these pork barrel spending things. Yes, so uh, 650000 for beaver management in North Carolina and Mississippi. $2 million. <laughs> I know. That's what I, I left at that one, too. 951, call it a million dollars, basically, for sustainable Las Vegas. Got to have Vegas. Uh, $2 million for the promotion of astronomy in Hawaii. And all the, some of these things I, I kind of like. I mean, I want to see astronomy live and all that. But, yeah. again, you're not going to call your friend to go to the bar if your house is burning down. Let's talk about priority. 209000 to improve blueberry production and efficiency in Georgia. <laughs> $200,000 for tattoo removal violence outreach program. Come on. What? Veterans are starving in our cities. They can't. They don't have shelter. We've had one of the worst winters in our, in our in, at least in this state's history in, Cal- oh, yeah, in, in tri-state area. Had the, one of the worst winters ever, and it's not over. That was Could insane, you imagine? Man. I mean, the one thing I think about every night when I'm nice and comfortable going to sleep in my bed is, oh, my goodness, imagine if I were on the streets tonight. Imagine how friggin' cold it is in a box somewhere with a blanket or some used jacket or something I know. and I, I try not to take it for granted but this is why i get so angry on the show because we're giving money for pig flatulence and odor and there's a veteran <laughs> who served our country and lived or you know maybe is maimed on a street it's out of control this is man. unacceptable there's no excuse for this anymore that's why i asked for i asked the government for 10 million dollars for veterans on the show and i haven't gotten it yet <laughs> stay tuned Crazy Eddie's greatest 4th of July sale ever. And Crazy Eddie's exploding with savings on anything and everything in home entertainment during Crazy Eddie's greatest 4th of July sale ever. Shop around. Get the lowest sale prices you can find. Then see Crazy Eddie and he'll beat them. It's Crazy Eddie's greatest 4th of July sale ever. And Crazy Eddie's exploding with savings on anything and everything in home entertainment. Crazy Eddie, his prices are insane. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Hey, Joey. I got some stuff you just got to try. What is it? Pot, you know, marijuana. 
Oh, well, I don't know. What chicken? Joey's in a jam. What should he do? Uh, Kate. Get a teacher. Excellent. Get a pizza. Get real. Get you got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart. I'm not chicken. You're a turkey. He's right. Drug dealers are dorks. Don't even talk to them. Cowabunga! Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Did you know you can't say f***ed on the radio? It's true, and you can get in some serious trouble with the FCC for saying sh too. That's a real shame, because those are exactly the words you'd use to describe the state of your credit. Meanwhile, you wonder what might have happened if you'd have went to Credit FX to have your credit repaired. The fact is, at Credit FX, we specialize in having credit bureaus legally erase f***ed up credit with over seven years of experience, knowledge, and the most advanced software in Jacksonville, our goal is to protect your financial reputation. Don't wake up in the morning feeling like shit and come home feeling totally f***ed over. Visit creditfxonline.com. If you've had credit problems in the past and who hasn't, visit creditfxonline.com. It's the smart way to get the help you need so you can get the things you want. Visit creditfxonline.com. Believe me, you'll feel like a dumb sh** someday if you don't. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Animal Farm Radio Show. Yes, indeed. I'm chilling here with my fellow turkeys, Tony Pack. Hello, Ben. And Python, the soundboard. We do have uh, Bob Chapman from the International Forecaster on, who's going to help us decipher these uh, this nonsense that's coming out of Wall Street and that is coming out of Washington right now. He is 72 years old. He was born in Boston, Massachusetts, and attended Northeastern University, uh, majoring in business management. He spent three years in the U.S. Army counterintelligence, mostly in Europe. He speaks German and French, and is uh, conversant in Spanish. He lived in Europe for six years, off and on, three years in Africa, a year in Canada, and a year in the Bahamas. Uh, he became a stockbroker in 1960, retired in 1988. For uh, the, those 18 years, he owned his own brokerage firm, uh, probably the largest gold and silver brokerage in the entire world during that period. So, very, very uh, well. quite a bio. Yeah, quite a bio. Welcome very to well the show, called. Bob. How are you? Well, thank you very much. Actually, I'm going to call him Dr. Chapman. Is that okay? Because that sounds a little bit better, I think, for the animal farm. What do you think? I think it's Mr. It's right? okay. 
Okay, great. Excellent. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm, we're so glad you can be here. Obviously, it's Pyeth, Ben, and Tony. Uh, so much in the news. Are you a doctor, aren't you? That's right. Dr. Chapman, I'm with us. Excellent <laughs> stuff. I don't even know what to start with. I caught some of your, inter- your interview today with uh, Alex Jones. I thought it was really well done. I mean, there's so many issues hitting home, really hitting hard at this point. But obviously, yes. the, the economy... Thank you, Alex. The economy at this point, I think, is number one. Uh, so many questions, but r- right off the bat, um, <clears throat> what do you see in the next couple days? And then we'll kind of take it from there, Dr. Chapman. What do you think is going to happen with this next stimulus bill? And in a couple of days, where do you think the market's going to go? Well, I think uh, it's coming off a natural technical bounce. And it will run back up to probably 72.86. And uh, at that level, um, it will probably back off. Uh, that was the level that it broke through that had uh, been the bottom in 1994 as well as in 2002. And so uh, uh, that's what I think will happen. It could go a little bit higher than that, but it's not going to last. I think many people, professional and regular investors, probably will take advantage of the rally uh, and do some selling uh, because I think most people now believe that the market and the economy will probably go lower. Uh, we predicted uh, two years ago last month that we were, had entered a recession. Unfortunately, nobody else did. And uh, at the beginning of February, uh, we have forecasted we have begun depression. Uh, where is the market going uh, over the next two years? Uh, I see it uh, going down to 28 uh, excuse me, 38 to 4,200 on the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Wow. Ouch. And uh, we'll be very lucky if it stays there. Uh, I think that the problems are about five times greater today than they were in the 1930s. And if you look at 1933, you'll see the stock market went down 88%. And if we were to match that, which is very possible, you're looking at 1,260 to 1,450 on the Dow, and that's going to have wide ramifications. Massive amounts of money will be wiped out, as they were during the 30s. This will probably be the second Great Depression in American history, although 1873 was probably worse than 1930s. And um, I'm looking in within two years of real unemployment at over 30%. I base that on U6 uh, and a proper... Uh, interpretation of U6, which I call at 15.5% right now, whereas the government is calling it at 12 and 3 quarters percent. And I expect uh, here uh, in the next few months uh, that inflation will start to roar again because of all the money and credit that's been issued by government as well as the Federal Reserve System, which happens to be privately owned. Now let me ask you this, Bob. Why are you telling me? I, this? <laughs> I know that it's uh, it's a really it's a sad situation that we're in, it's and horrible. I think it started a very very long time ago. But kind of let me let me ask you where it started in the minds of the average American with the housing bubble. How did that start to take place? Was it uh, at fault with the Federal Reserve, or was it the American people, or was it just basic greed by the people that were lending out these bad loans, uh, or was it uh, sort of a concocted manufactured thing? George W. <laughs> uh, first of all, it's, it's a great question. Uh, just as uh, an uh, uh, intro, uh, this all started on August the 15th, 1971. And that was the day that 
President Nixon closed the goal window. And uh, when that happened, uh, everything just went off track. And from there on, uh, there were no rules. And uh, I've been involved in this since 1960, so I've lived all through it. I'm 73 years old, and uh, so I, I've got a pretty good memory and a pretty good grasp of what the important times were. Um, as far as, <coughs> and we can even use the dot-com revolution in the late 1990s, um, Alan Greenspan said in December of 1995 that, <coughs> There was irrational exuberance, and um, to be careful. And uh, all Alan Greenspan had to do was raise margin requirements, and we wouldn't have had the bubble that burst in the year 2000. In the last two weeks of March and the first two weeks of April, where incidentally we got everybody out of the stock market and got them into gold and silver-related assets, and. So we were headed into depression then. We would have a recession first and a depression. But the powers behind government decided that they didn't want to have that. And so the Federal Reserve lowered interest rates and instructed the banks to make loans to people who shouldn't have had them to purchase real estate. The real estate bubble grew. The economy boomed. And now we're paying the price for that. And uh, this is going to be, uh, for lack of a better term, a wipeout. And the only way you can defend yourself is in gold and silver-related assets. Nothing else is going to hold up. All the currencies are fiat. And uh, if you look at the last depression, you'll see that everything, with the exception of gold, dropped between 60 and 100% of its value. And so this is what we're going to go through again. And unfortunately, today, the problems which exist in America are far greater than what they were then. We didn't have credit cards. Um, we were on a gold standard. Uh, we didn't have any debt. We were a creditor nation. And people were generally law-abiding. Uh, I know that we had uh, John Dillinger and a few people like that, but... Uh, they were celebrities in those days, kind of like Robin Hoods. Mm -hmm. uh, there won't be any Robin Hoods this time. Yeah, we're talking to Dr. Bob and Chapman. So anyway, uh, Sorry, Dr. Chapman, I just wanted to put your website out there. Uh, yeah, I want to make sure that people can get to your website. Uh, it's theinternationalforecaster.com. And uh, just, just to interrupt briefly, I mean, I know we've covered quite a bit so far, but and you just released today out of Reuters, U.S. private sector cut 697,000 jobs in February, Ben. No! Uh, over half a million jobs in February just alone. Uh, Michael Chudovsky wrote for Global Research on Monday, and uh, to quote him, he's talking about the spending itself, Obama's new plans. He's calling it the most drastic curtailment in public spending in American history, leading to social havoc and the potential impoverishment of millions of people. And Dr. Chapman, I mean, I know it's a big question, and I don't want to get too far into the political spectrum, but do you think that this crisis has been engineered, yes or no? I know it might not be a black or white question, but elaborate on the engineered crisis or the idea that this has been done for a reason, perhaps problem, reaction, solution. Your, your thoughts on that? Well, I think you're on the right track, and this has been done deliberately. And the reason, and I know this is hard for people to understand in continents 
but it's been done by powers behind government, uh, Wall Street, City of London, banking, uh, the brokerage industry, uh, the international, transnational conglomerates, and they want world government. And the only way they can get oh it God. is by destroying the world economy and destroying currencies and going to a world currency which robs each nation of its financial and actually total sovereignty. So they have decided, and this is not the first time they've done it, they've done it a multitude of times in the last thousand years. They have decided to take the world economy down and they will devalue and default in all currencies and they will try to implement a new one world currency and programs like this which get the word out to the the public of the world uh, not only the american public uh, many of the shows that i'm on are on shortwave and on computer and um, on the internet and uh, we have a multitude of subscribers from all over the world who are now listening to these programs and people are realizing in every country what the people in and behind government are doing and what they've done to them. And so this is an extremely positive and important question to ask me because this thing didn't happen. It was planned that way. Correct. Yeah, we're, we're talking to Dr. Bob Chapman. Once again, folks, the internationalforecaster.com. And it's crazy. I'm really glad that you brought up the uh, the new world currency or the the idea that they're going to try to introduce a currency because, you know, I, I think maybe two years ago or even a year ago, it was another topic that you would have been called a conspiracy nut or some kind of crazy loon yeah. uh, for talking about. But if you listen, and like I always like to say, uh, Dr. Chapman, if you read between the lines, specifically, uh, I was laying in bed watching CNN and I was <clears throat> looking at the Obama and uh, Gordon Brown. Conference. I was watching that and just kind of listening to it with one ear. And all of the recaps on all the... Well, having you, a bucket next to you so you could throw yeah, up. Yeah, it, it made me sick. And it was one part of it that I, I shook my head in bed. And meanwhile, none of it was recapped on CNN or YouTube. And thankfully, some reporter got it on his phone. And I want to play this clip because the more you listen to the talk... And this has been going on since Obama's been uh, running for president. And he's, he's always alluded to the security and prosperity partnership. He uses that language. And this time, he almost said in the media... Meeting, new World Order. <laughs> Maybe I'm nuts, but you just listen to like it. New world. We believe in the free market. We believe in uh, a government that uh, is not overbearing uh, and uh, allows entrepreneurs and businesses to thrive. But we also share a common belief that there have to be sufficient regulatory structures in place so that uh, the market doesn't spin out of control. Uh, I think on the international front, we have a shared worldview uh, that... Yes, a shared worldview. Here we go. Uh, it is important uh, for us to be true to our values and ideals of rule of law, of, of uh, a belief in human rights, uh, a, a belief in, in uh, our uh, democratic practices, uh, but that we also have to be respectful around the world and to listen and not simply dictate. Here we, here uh, it comes. Here we go. In this new uh, world that we live in. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let me do one more time. Sorry. Uh, that in this new uh, uh, world that uh, we live in. Yeah. That 
uh, the way to get things done is to build partnerships and alliances right. uh, as opposed to acting unilaterally. I mean, and, and so that's the one good thing, Dr. Chapman, we were talking before you got on the air tonight with us. We were just talking that, I mean, there is, in my mind, the only slice of optimism I can find with all the craziness going on, which disgusts me in this country right now, the only slice of optimism is that this guy is built, he's digging his own grave. I mean, you have enough evidence, you have enough... Who is it speaking? Say again, sorry? Who was speaking on that tape? Oh, I'm sorry. That was that was President Obama. I know the audio was pretty rough. Obama! That was from the, uh, the oh, oh. that was from the meeting with Gordon Brown. And I, and I'm, I mean, it's maybe, maybe no one's heard that yet because again, I heard it live mm-hmm. when it was aired, Ben. And that specific part of the speech, Go I guarantee lie. you, you will not find on CNN. You will not even find it so far on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That right there, I think I just got it. Maybe it was a YouTube, but it was from a reporter with a cell phone. That's why the audio. And I'm sorry about the audio, Dr. Chapman, but it seems like you really can start building a case against this president and how he's openly going to give us world government. So your thoughts on that? Well, I think you're absolutely right in your interpretation. And I think he uh, he's such a showman. And uh, he, he reminds me of a tan uh, Alma Grantry. And uh, he's got all of these worshipping followers, etc. He's a new messiah. But um, I think this business of uh, his um, non-citizenship is going to catch up with him. And uh, that's going to cause yes. serious problems, and the people in charge know that. And it could go a number of different ways. But there's no question what you've hit upon here is a perfect example of somebody catching themselves. And if you'll notice how he hesitates between words, he has to, he has to uh, think uh, each answer out. He gives right. himself... Uh, about one or two seconds so he comes out with the right thing so he doesn't say the wrong thing and uh, i think he's unsure of himself whatever whatever happened to the smooth talking president obama i mean he was the <laughs> slickest guy in the world he spoke so well but you're right every other word out of this guy's mouth is um and i i and meanwhile you know you listen to that speech if you listen to it in its entirety ben mm-hmm. he repeats he, re- he says something for two minutes, mm-hmm. and then he repeats the same exact thing when he's asked a different question. Well, you got to catapult the propaganda. Well, him and Robert Gibbs, like I said, they're, they're two of the same human beings. It's, mm-hmm. it, you can ask a question about the color green, and they'll give you the same yeah. answer about the color blue. But you, I'm sure you have a lot of questions. Yeah. I have so many questions. Yeah, let me get I'm to... going to make that long-legged Mac daddy <laughs> tell me where he was born and who he is and where he came from. I, I'm going to demand the truth. <laughs> Citizenship is a big thing. It then. is a big thing. And, and let me ask you this, uh, uh, Dr. Chapman. You know, you you are the international forecaster, and a lot yes. of times we're being compared to Japan in this whole thing, and Japan's crisis that they had to. And I don't know whether that's sort of a mainstream view to look at this thing, but can you can you kind of help our audience understand what did Japan go through? What are the similarities that we've gone through? That's China, dude. <laughs> what are the similarities that we have gone through? And then and can we come out of it uh, similar to the way Japan did, where where they became stronger, or is it just going to be Sorry. very very bad and, and kind of spiral into the, the depths of hell? Yeah. Well, in 1992, uh, Japan got in serious trouble, and their stock market uh, dropped from 42,000 to approximately 7,000 uh, over the ensuing years. Uh, they went into depression, and they never really came out of it. Uh, their experiment of just continuing to throw money and credit at the problem and the advantage they had of uh especially during the 90s 
pretty much having the American import market to themselves uh, kept them alive, so to speak, financially. Um, land in downtown Tokyo dropped about 85% in value, and the real estate market dropped about 75%. And they just simply never recovered. And they are a very, very small example of what's going to happen to America. If you study monetary and fiscal history, you'll find that, first of all, what we're witnessing is not very unusual. It's just that most history books don't carry it. You have to do a lot of reading to find it. And there's only two things in history, I think, that monetary and financial history, that would equal this. And the first one was in 1348, which was the collapse of the Lombard system in Venice. And um, they did the same thing, inflated, depression, and uh, the people at that time uh, decided that they didn't want them around anymore, so they exiled them. Uh, quite frankly, I think they were lucky. Uh, incidentally, that was the same year uh, as the Great Plague, uh, the bubonic plague in Europe, which wiped out half the population. Uh, the second time uh, was in the early 1600s, and uh, Northern Europe had a thing called the Hanseanic League, uh, main partner being Germany. And for the same reasons, that collapsed. But those are two classic economic, financial, monetary, fiscal collapses that are going to be similar to what we're going to go through here. Well, was that was that due to greedy people on top trying to redistribute wealth towards them and buy up land at a dollar to every you know hundred dollars? Was that the case in there as well? Yes, and it's by the same cast of characters. Really, many you, of whom are in the same families who are in power today. Can you get into that a little bit? Wow. Who are these people? It's called the, the Illuminati. The Illuminati, and 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 would the Bavarian Illuminati? Is that what you're saying? Yes. But it started before that. That was 1776. Mm-hmm. Adam Weishaupt. This really started after the uh, Crusaders who ran the banking system uh, just prior to the uh, 1300s uh, were relieved uh, of the banking system by the royal families of Europe uh, as well as the Vatican. And um, that's what started the beginnings of the Illuminati as we know it today. Once again, we're talking to Dr. Bob Chapman. It's uh, the internationalforecaster.com. If you want to call in, the number is 512-879-3805. And, folks, after that uh, just info bomb, uh, mm-hmm. 20, 30 minutes there, if you don't have questions, I don't know what's going on in your head. But I have so many more questions. And, of course, we have a break coming up in about six minutes. But, yes, uh, Dr. Chapman, we hopefully will get some phone calls for you. But if not, we have more than enough uh, questions. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and just just to get back on the eligibility thing, because I don't want to uh, forget about that. And I know you, you mentioned mentioned it, and I've been keeping one eye on it at least, uh, you know, uh, here and there. And, of course, WorldNetDaily.com is a huge uh, proponent of the whole eligibility crisis, if you will, or movement. There's a growing number of people, and yet this man has still not, uh, at, at least, you know, overall has not produced a birth certificate that proves he was born in Hawaii. And it's not really slowing down, but I thought it would have gotten brushed Show under the carpet. 
That's mm-hmm. right, uh, Pastor Manning. I really thought this would have gotten swept a little bit under the bed or the carpet, but sure enough, the Obama eligibility uh, issue, the topic itself, was on AOL News, and you can find all this at, again, World Net Daily is the hub for this information. You can get some good stuff on rents as well, but World Net Daily is really the, the hub. And uh, just to read a quick thing here, Dr. Chapman, Internet giant America Online headlined its daily news coverage today with a story of polls covering the birthers, a group, they call them birthers, a group of people uh, it describes as, quote, fringe conservatives convinced that Barack Obama is ineligible to be president because of supposed yes. questions surrounding his birth status. And if just like they, just same thing that they would label a 9-11 truther as a, you know, a Holocaust denier or, or a no plane or whatever kind of stupid euphemisms mm-hmm. or words or metaphors they use, yeah. they're now calling them the birthers. But no, it's a real it's a real deal. And then more and more military officers, Dr. Chapman, are coming out. Um, Bob Unruh, I believe his name is, also writes for Wooden at Delhi. And he, uh, he says military, military officers from the U.S. Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marines are working with California attorney Orly Taze and her def- uh, Defend Our Freedoms Foundation, citing the legal right established in British common law. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of people working towards this. And then I've also heard, you know, getting off of this topic a little bit, but I've heard of military folks kind of stepping up and maybe talks of overthrowment. So, that, I mean, there's so many topics in this, but just... Well, some- yeah, I mean, I think that's what you, you typically see what? that in a downward spiraling society is that there's sort of, you know, people kind of panic, yeah. people that are in positions of power, and they say, wow, we have to do something about this, whether we're going to overthrow this person. And a lot of times they'll overthrow the person, and they end up being worse than the person that was in charge. So, you know, obviously we have to, to watch out for that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's typical behavior. And I think what Bob uh, chimes on here when he talks about the history behind it is that really, you know, human beings are the same throughout time. And we yeah. do see a lot of the same cycles over and over again in, uh, in economic situations and in, in power structure situations. Dr. Chapman, do you, what do you think about the eligibility issue? Do you think it's going to ever reach the real mainstream media? Do you think it's even going to be debated on the O'Reilly's of the world or is it just going to be shuffled under the carpet uh, ever, ever more? Do it live! <laughs> uh, I think that um, it'll be pushed, and somewhere along the way, uh, he will be found ineligible. And they will do that when they want disruption, because uh, uh, black people will think that it's some kind of a plot, right. and they may react very negatively towards it. Um, this is another attempt... Uh, uh, a subtle attempt, uh, a plan for down the road by these people who are in control. Um, I noticed that um, uh, Glenn Beck and Fox News said, uh, well, there's going to be violence uh, because these bubbers uh, are going to go out and uh, uh, start raising heck because they don't have a job or, or whatever reason. Um, the people who are in power know now that the word is getting out to the people and that there is a very good chance of insurrection in all countries, not just the United States. And because this message is going on throughout the entire world, people are talking about it everywhere. And it's coming out of radio programs like this that reach other than U.S. audiences and, of course, U.S. audiences as well. And so... What they're doing is using uh, the mainline news to discredit the Bubba <laughs> and also to get the Bubba to go out and attack people. Right. And that's what that's all about. And it's called disinformation. <laughs> it's pro- <clears throat> Excuse me, it's propaganda. And 95% of what he has to say is true. The other 5% is what the agenda is. No doubt. By Doc- the people who control Fox. 
I agree. Dr. Bob Chapman, hang on. we got a break coming up, folks. When we get back, your phone calls and much more. Dr. Bob Chapman of the internationalforecaster.com. Stay with us, animalfarmshow.com. In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. Can you believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. Warning. 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 Underground radio is habit forming. Habit forming. Habit forming. Use the truth carefully. The primal forces of nature, Mr. Bill, and I won't have it. Is that clear? You think you merely stopped a business deal? That is not the case. The Arabs have taken billions of dollars out of this country, and now they must put it back. It is ebb and flow, tidal gravity. It is ecological balance. You are an old man who thinks in terms of nations and peoples. There are no nations. There are no peoples. There are no Russians. There are no Arabs. There are no third worlds. There is no West. There is only one holistic system of systems. One vast and demane, interwoven, interacting, multivariate, multinational dominion of dollars. Petrodollars, electrodollars, multidollars, Reichmarks, rims, rubles, pounds, and shekels. It is the international system of currency which determines the totality of life on this planet. That is the natural order of things today. That is the atomic and subatomic and galactic structure of things today. And you have meddled with the primal forces of nature. And you will atone. Am I getting through to you, Mr. Beale? You get up on your little 21-inch screen and howl about America and democracy. There is no America. There is no democracy. There is only IBM and ITT and AT&T and DuPont, Dow, Union Carbide, And Exxon, those are the nations of the world today. What do you think the Russians talk about in their councils of state? Karl Marx? They get out their linear programming charts, statistical decision theories, minimax solutions, and compute the price-cost probabilities of their transactions and investments, just like we do. We no longer live in a world of nations and ideologies, Mr. Beale. The world is a college of corporations inexorably determined by the immutable bylaws of business. The world is a business, Mr. Beale. 
It has been since man crawled out of the slime. And our children will live, Mr. Beale, to see that perfect world in which there's no war or famine, oppression or brutality. One vast and ecumenical holding company for whom all men will work to serve a common profit in which all men will hold a share of stock. All necessities provided. All anxieties tranquilized. All boredom amused. This is Jason Vermis, and you're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. Ah! Now presenting Alex Jones. We're going to have bio-release. The enemy's going to attack. What are we going to do? Well, Dr. Beeble over here has a plan to stop it. It's total martial law, but it's, it's for the betterment of America. And our counterpart, the head of the Royal Institute of International Affairs from the Tavistock Institute, is here. Dr. Schneebelbob, what do you say about the plan? Excellent plan, Lord Wilford. Hey, listen to me. I'm tired of you guys using clips of me without my authorization. Animal Farm Radio Show using clips of you without your authorization. Welcome back to the Random Farm Radio Show. Number to reach us, 512-879-3805. We are talking to Mr. Bob Chapman, Dr. Bob Chapman, Mr. Uh, Bob Chapman. I'm going to call him doctor because I'm sticking with my, I don't care, I'm going to call him doctor. Sounds good. He's smart enough to be a doctor. Yeah, I I respect him enough to call him a doctor, (laughs) even if he doesn't have a degree in a doctorate. I'm a doctor, not an engineer. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. I'm a doctor, not an escalator. I'm a doctor, not a coal miner. Dr. Bob Chapman, are you with us? I certainly am. Excellent. So glad you can join us, and I hope you like that little clip from the movie Network, which that's actually a clip that rarely gets played, you know, yeah, uh, the messing with one. prime forces of nature, Mr. Beale. But, uh, yeah, that's a very good one. It kind of reminds me of uh, uh, 1984. It has a very 1984 feel, doesn't it? It's actually a brilliantly shot scene, and, and the whole thing, I mean, the whole movie's a great movie. Network is a great movie, folks. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, I'd say do it. Uh, absolutely. But, you know, we often play clips from movies of the past on the show, you know, not just to be funny and laugh at things, but, you know, uh, clips like the uh, the one conference from Wall Street, mm-hmm. you know, and you look back at some of these movies from the 70s, the 60s, the 80s, and even some from the 90s, and you look where we are now. You know, there, you know and of course, in the network clip, there is no America. There is no Democracy. Mm-hmm. All the countries countries are uh, companies, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of truth to that. Especially, in the, I think, a lot more now. But either way, uh, Dr. Chamber, we're going to have some people call in and ask you questions. Are you cool with that? Of course. Excellent stuff. For now, we're going to stick with the area code thing. I know it sounds pretty pretty bad, but either way, once again, five one two eight seven nine three eight zero five. Area codes four four three. You're on the farm. We don't have a screener. Hey, what's up, farmers? What's up, Bob? Is it? This- 
What's up? Well, we're waiting for you to tell us. What's up, Mark? What's on your mind? Hey, Bob, I've, I've got a serious question. I've got a bunch of gold and silver, and I'm curious. When it goes down, you said the stock market's going to hit. I believe the numbers you gave were uh, 3,800. When it gets that low, what's my gold going to do for me? I, I can't. I can't directly eat it. Is there going to be an economy? Is there going to be enough of us to to, to actually have our own financial system and use it amongst ourselves, or what? Well, first of all, I think if you think that I am right about the the market going down and the economy going down, then what you should first do is take out some insurance, and that is getting some freeze-dried and dehydrated foods in, getting a water filter, and then perhaps having some personal protection. And after that, you can think about buying gold and silver coins or shares. Now, if the market goes down, then gold will go up because people will flee to the real currency, the only real currency in history, which owes nobody anything, which is gold. Now, during the 1930s, gold doubled in value. Uh, during the 1930s and 1929, homestake gold mining uh, went from $36 a share to $630 a share. So people flee. They, they are in a flight to quality during times like we're entering right now. Uh, in, this, in this particular instance, we're going to have hyperinflation first, and that will stretch over the next two to three years. And then deflation will finally catch up with what's going on, or the people behind the scenes will decide when they want to pull the deflationary plug and the whole thing will go down the drain. And the only thing that you're going to have that's going to be worth anything is gold and silver so that you can buy things or trade for things. And if you put your house in order previously and done the defensive and in, in insurance bit of this first, then... Perhaps you'll have enough food to eat for a year or two, and perhaps you'll be able to defend yourself against the bubbas that we're told about on Fox News. Hey, Mark, does that answer your question? Yeah, it's it's a great answer, Bob, and, and I love and I love you and everything you've ever said. I think is great, but I got one more quick question for you. Shoot, uh, and, and then I'm done. Um, about a week and a half ago, I think it was two weeks ago, gold peaked at $1,000 an ounce. Now it's down to, I think it closed today, around nine ten or so. Can you expand, elaborate on the manipulation that they're doing to keep the price low? Um, it's a combination of two things. The insiders don't want gold going up because when gold goes up, people think something's wrong. Well, something is wrong, but they're trying to stop them from thinking that way. That's part of their propaganda uh, vehicle, if you may. And so when you get to a round number like a 1,000, it's usually a place where you would decide whether you want to take a profit or uh, whether you think it's going to bust out and go higher. And we had a very, very large position by commercial traders on Comex, which is often called Crimex as well, uh, they, I think, did some more shorting at the 1,000 level. I think you probably saw some institutional selling. And I, thought, I think you saw the working group in financial markets, which is part of the U.S. Treasury that operates through the, uh, the Treasury Department. Uh, I think they were sellers of gold as well, or at least lease gold to have it sold. 
and there are other central banks involved in this as well. And so I think it's a combination of things, and it's not unusual. You know, we had a, about a $100 drop, which is, we'll call it 10%. And quite frankly, that's nothing, because this sort of action is only temporary. And I write about, in my publication, that you should be buying these things long-term and stop and don't look at the interday fluctuations, because sometimes it's all over the place. And I think we've reached a bottom here. Uh, at least that's what the quality gold stocks are telling us, because they're not going down anymore. And so with that said, there's an excellent chance this thing will turn around and go right back up again. Excellent question, Mark. Thank you very much for the call. 512-879-3805 is the number to talk to uh, uh, Bob Chapman, the international forecaster. I have a question in regards to this, Bob. Are we going to see some government cronies kicking down doors and trying to take our gold from us? Is that going to be a major issue that we're going to have to deal with? Possible, but not probable. And the reason why is that the ownership of gold in the form of of uh, bullion and coins among the public is very small, uh, less than 5% of the public. And and most of them don't have much. Uh, They might have several coins, uh, maybe a bar, uh, 10 ounces, whatever. And during the 1930s, everybody had gold practically. And lots of people carried gold in their pockets. Uh, That's why you see today numismatic coins, which are pre-1933, that are circulated because lots of people had them in their pockets. And they could be exchanged for money as well. And so there was a great prevalence um, in society of the holding of gold. The response by the public, in, in spite of the fact that the uh, government... Uh, said, well, we'll give you 10 years in jail if you catch you with gold. Um, they figured that they probably only get 25% of the gold. At the same time, in that 19, May 1st, 1933 uh, edict by uh, then-President FDR, it also said we specifically exempt gold mining stocks, for those who didn't know that. But anyway, uh, there's I, very little chance. Now, If the government were to try to confiscate gold in any way, the first thing they would look at is the exchange-traded fund in the New York Stock Exchange, which says they have 1,053 tons of gold as of this week. Um, The seventh largest holder of gold in the world is the Swiss National Bank. They have 1,040 tons. So that ETF is like maybe holding as much, if they've got it, as a central bank. And so they'd go after that. They're mostly professionals on it. And they would just say to them, look, we're going to pay you the going rate right now. We need the gold. And the reason we need it is we want to back a new currency uh, because we're going to devalue and default with everybody else. Right. Number is 512. That would be the way they would do it if they're going to do it at all. Sorry to interrupt you there, um, 
Mr. Chapman. It's 512-879-3805. It is the great Bob Chapman, the internationalforecaster.com. I want to keep plugging that website because it's, it's phenomenal and there's a lot of great information on there. And, of course, if you uh, want to get involved, give us a call, and you can ask Mr. Chapman a, uh, any questions. Uh, but while we're on the subject of commodities, I, you know, I know you touched upon oil briefly before, but uh, same question, really, at this point. Where do you see oil going? I know the price, you know, we had a nice little time there, Ben. It was down to 120, 130, 140 oh, it's again. it's still nice. It's still nice <laughs> compared still to nice. where, obviously, where we were uh, last summer. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have a feeling it's going right back up. Uh, Bob, do you think, do you see it going back up uh, nationwide to a $4 a gallon average? So where do you see it going in the next uh, six months to a year, oil? Well, t- today it closed around um, uh, uh, $40, um, $45.40 a barrel. And uh, it's been as low as 34 here recently. And, you know, if you play markets, which I've been involved in for 50 years, uh, there's always a bounce. And oil's down some 60-something percent. And so isn't all of the other uh, uh, commodities. And that market was driven down uh, uh, by governments. And, um, and how they did that was by... Uh, taking away the ability of hedge funds and banks uh, to be able to easily get capital and force them to shore up their bank uh, balance sheets. And that caused the uh, the sale of commodities. And when commodities are sold and, and, uh, and they put the money to balance sheets, they do that in dollars, which is one of the reasons that dollars went, the dollar went up in value uh, over the past, well seven or eight months. Um, Sorry, uh, Bob, we got a break coming up. Hang on yeah, that point. Yeah, I want to talk about okay. this a little bit more when we get back. Bob Chapman on the farm. The farm will return. Stay with us, folks. Your phone calls and much more Bob Chapman when we get back. You see what I mean. To fresh food at Roy Rogers. Say howdy to our burgers and thick and juicy sides. Howdy to our roast beef and sliced before your eyes. Say howdy to our chicken and howdy to our slaw. Say howdy to a double R. It's not against the law. At Roy Rogers, you never see frozen hamburgers, tired old chicken, or dry roast beef. We make it fresh, and that makes it delicious. Say howdy to fresh food at Roy Rogers. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. 
It's Crazy Eddie's greatest 4th of July sale ever. And Crazy Eddie's are exploding with savings on anything and everything in home entertainment during Crazy Eddie's greatest 4th of July sale ever. Shop around. Get the lowest sale prices you can find. Then see Crazy Eddie and he'll beat them. It's Crazy Eddie's greatest 4th of July sale ever. And Crazy Eddie's exploding with savings on anything and everything in home entertainment. Crazy Eddie, his prices are insane. Although America is the greatest nation in the world, we still face many modern problems. And modern problems require modern solutions. Healthcare is in shambles. Medicaid doesn't work. And the insurance industry has made medicine virtually unaffordable. Meanwhile, our neighbors in Canada have free health care for all their citizens. So what am I suggesting? Thank Canadian ID cards for all Americans. <laughs> you get sick. Run on up to Canada and get yourself checked out. I'm Dave Chappelle, and I want to represent you. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Will you be the one to witness the birth of the incredible Nintendo Entertainment System? The one to play with Rob, the extraordinary video robot, batteries not included. He helps you tackle even the toughest challenge. Will you be the first to raise the incredibly accurate Zapper and play games like Duck Hunt or action-packed Hogan's Alley and high-flying Kung Fu, each sold separately? Will you be the one to experience the Nintendo Entertainment System? Comes with Rob, Zapper, Control Deck, two controllers, Gyromite, and Duck Hunt. Online, all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Animal Farm Radio Show, the one and only place where you can uh, mess around, have fun, but still learn the most important things in life. We're talking to uh, Mr. Bob Chapman, Dr. Bob Chapman. Yes. <laughs> He's yes. earned it he uh, on this show anyways. Um, and, uh, and and we do have a couple questions for him. I have one in particular, uh, Dr. Chapman. I want to know what uh, what role did the Federal Reserve have in the previous depression that we had in the 1913, or not 1930s, but the early 30s? Yes. When uh, what, what role did the Federal Reserve have in that? Those evildoers. Well, what they did in 1929, when on the stock market, 90% margin was available. Uh, since then, it's only been a maximum of 50 cents, 50%. And um, the people, of course, uh, were uh, losing their money. The, the market was plunging. And so what the Fed did was they tightened up on money, which is probably the worst possible thing they could have done. 
But as we look back, uh, we believe it was deliberate. And at the same time, uh, the whole economy is coming unglued. And so in 1931, uh, they decided that, uh, or late 1930, uh, that they were going to increase the money supply. And they did that. And the problem was it was too late. The CCC, uh, the Civilian Conservation Corps, uh, which was uh, supposedly the birth child of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, was really started by Hoover, and and uh, Roosevelt inherited it, and um, that's the way they tried to right the economy. And the federal government increased the amount of money and credit available by 45 percent. And in 1940, unemployment was 16.4 percent, and in 1939, it was 17.2 percent. And it had been as high as 30 percent during the Depression. Uh, there's varying figures on that, but we'll call it 30 percent. Uh, they really didn't make great inroads with all that spending. So I say, if that didn't work then with these make-work jobs, I don't think it's going to work now. And, of course, we had this tremendous overburden of federal, corporate, and individual debt that we never had at that time. So we're looking uh, down the barrel of a gun uh, financially. Mm-hmm. And But to switch back to what we were talking about, which is a commodity market and oil, uh, that didn't happen by itself. The central banks caused it. And I think for two reasons. Number one, uh, they wanted to force money into other parts of the economy. And number two, they wanted oil prices down because they wanted to stop the BRIC nations from doing things that were anti-illuminist, we'll call them, and uh, that is challenging their system. And at the same time, uh, that lack of income dropping from 147 a barrel to $34 uh, put these nations in a difficult position. At the same time, it brought gasoline prices down worldwide, and that will allow, and this is what they're after in that regard, that will allow the governments to impose more taxes on gasoline. There's room there to do that. And if you notice yesterday, Massachusetts said that and they wanted to increase gasoline taxes. And the Chamber of Commerce, which are the large companies in Massachusetts, said that's a wonderful idea. We think that it should be increased 26 cents a gallon. And once that starts... The states will do it. The feds will do it on top of that. And then they're going to try to finance the IMF that way. And they've been trying to do that for 20 years. Yeah, geez. Can you tell us about some of the wow. um, the international plans that are in that are in place right now and how they affect the United States economy, NAFTA, GATT, all these, all these uh, so- so-called fair trade organizations? Well, what happened is that in the early 1970s, when they went off the gold standard, they had decided that the way to go for them uh, would be to 
uh, impose free trade, globalization, offshoring, outsourcing. And that would rip the heart out of the economies of the United States, Western Europe, Canada, and Mexico. And in so doing that, they would be able to more easily take their economies down. When they come down, everything else goes with them. And so they started in 1962 with GATT, General Agreement on Trades and Tariffs. In 1986, that was changed to a thing called the World Trade Organization. In 1995, we got NAFTA, and then later we got CAFTA. And what this is to do is the transnational corporations manufacture in countries with slave labor by American standards and they ship the, the goods back into the United States and all their profits go offshore and they remain untaxed until they bring them back to the United States or get some special deal like they got four years ago when they, if they were told if they bring the money back they only get charge five and a quarter percent taxes instead of 33 percent because they were going to help create employment. Of course, they didn't help create employment. And they want to do that again, incidentally. Uh, last time they brought in 350 billion. This time, the number is 550 billion. Uh, just a racket. And so that's what the transnationals are up to. And in the process, they get richer, more powerful, and at the same time, they wreck the world economy so that people will have to accept world government. That's, uh, that's, that's an excellent explanation. I'm, I'm just sitting here just just listening, and it's I mean, it's reassuring because we've talked about that. Oh, boy, that's disgusting. Yeah, pie. I mean, this is up. what we've been hearing, Dr. Chapman, for a long time. And, I mean, it's, it's I'm, I'm, in a way, I'm glad that it's more obvious Sorry. today that things are wrong. I think people are looking into things more. And I think just the average person out there, just kind of like me, uh, you know, you look around, and the information is more plentiful now. I mean, a lot of people are coming out now. It's a little bit more mm -hmm. accepted to talk about this possible global conspiracy. And I hate to use that word because I think it's it's been modified to the point where it's unusable. But one of the more uh, interesting and, and, I guess, unfortunate articles, stories that have, that have come out in the last couple of days here is the, the federal government granting eminent domain as collateral to China for U.S. debts. Oh, I'm just going to read one. Actually, this break is history. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read one paragraph, uh, Bob, and then I want you to just kind of go off to the races like you've been doing. And it's a great job. Once again, Bob Chapman, the internationalforecaster.com. Folks, if you want to ask him a question, it's 512-879-3805. Just a chance. I, mean, I, mean, I just see our brains getting bigger in this room while you're talking. It's wonderful. No, no, it's it's great. It's, it's an amazing thing. Anyway, uh, Beijing, China... I'm going to shut this off. Hang on a second. Yeah, that was a little Pink Floyd there for you. Uh, sources at the United States Embassy in Beijing, China, uh, this is, once again, Roy Sampley's writing this, and, and Beijing, China have just confirmed to me that the United States of America has tendered to China a written agreement which grants to the People's Republic of China an option to exercise eminent domain within the United States of America as collateral for China's continued purchase of U.S. Treasury notes and existing U.S. currency reserves. Um, I'd love to see how how people take that yeah. type of crap, a, a China I'm, man I'm coming almost, on their lawn and trying to take their property. I'm almost Oof. afraid to ask uh, Dr. Chapman this question. But, Dr. Chapman, what can you tell us about this? Is this true, and can you elaborate like you've been doing so well? Please. I do not know if it is true. Okay. Uh, I read what you read. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, right. Uh, so, consequently, is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? Yes. 
So that means that there's a good chance that such an agreement exists. And I think other agreements have existed previously, and I think this goes back a number of years. And one of the good things about having governments to change is that if there is a different government four or six years from now, they can tell the Chinese take a hike. And um, they won't like that, and maybe they'll declare war on us, but uh, uh, that's what's going to eventually happen. And they're they're just playing the Chinese along. Uh, The Japanese made a deal right after the end of the Second World War. If you want to find out about it, read a book called uh, Gold Warriors by Sterling and Peggy Seagrave, uh, published in London but written in uh, New Zealand. And it's about how after uh, the Second World War, uh, the U.S. government and the Japanese uh, uh, corporate fascists uh, made a deal. Uh, The Japanese had uh, uh, taken all the wealth out of Asia. Anything that was worth anything, they got their hands on it. And the gold and diamonds and all of those kinds of things that they got, they were buried in the Philippines. And I personally know people who were involved in this, so the story's straight. And um, anyway, uh, the gold was taken out. Marcos got his hands on it first and got very wealthy. And uh, uh, the rest of it was dug up by the U.S. with the help of the Japanese. And the deal was you keep half, we keep half, and you do what we tell you to do. And that's why the Japanese never complain about taking in Treasury paper uh, everything that the U.S. tells them to do, they do it. And uh, and so the Japanese are not a factor like the Chinese are. Uh, they're not a volatile factor, but the Chinese are. And that was the only way they could shut them up. And uh, they have no intention of delivering on that. Uh, but it, it, the, the deal was made, and uh, at least I think it was. And uh, if you've noticed, and I have to ask you a question, where in any mainline media did you see a story like that? Well, I'll answer the yeah. question first. I mean, I, I, I saw this. I don't like Chinese people. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I read this one article out of PatriotsForAmerica.ning.com. So, I mean, it, it obviously, you know. Yeah, but that's, that's not the major media. No. Right. It is where not the major media. Where did you see it in the major media? I don't know if I've seen this one in the CNNs, the Fox News of the world. I mean, you know, we I often peruse the the alternative media sites. I mean, after all, we are alternative media ourselves. And, uh, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, raise your hand. Well, the answer is nowhere. Right. They're not going to tell you that. The only place you're going to find out is through the Internet. Right. And it's killing them. I mean, these stories that we're talking about today Internet. are going out. Uh, the, the tape recordings... Uh, that are available, the YouTubes. This stuff is going all over the world. Uh, I had 10 new subscribers this week from Russia. Russia! Yeah. I get scans of of subscribers in Hong Kong, Thailand, all over Europe, Australia, New Zealand. People are getting the message. Hong Kong. Whether Fox News and CNBC, ABC, if they think they're going to hide it, they're mistaken. We've got them. And they're going to lose. I, I think it's a great attitude. I mean, and not to contradict ourselves because we were all in, down in the, 
SVR ready. We were, you know, Ben, you and I were definitely down in the dumps last night, so uh, not to be a hypocrite, but I, I do have kind of a new sense of optimism today because I really have – I thought about last night. I've been thinking about a lot of things and reading that much more, but I agree with you, uh, Dr. Chapman, and I want to tie that point into the, the, the rest of the 30 minutes we have, 25 minutes we have on the show uh, by asking you, first and foremost, I mean, I want you to eventually to tell us about some educational materials, websites, etc., that you could recommend, maybe documentaries or books that can help people better understand a lot of stuff that's going on right now. But on top of that, I mean, speaking about being an activist, mm-hmm. um, you know, tell us some, some things that you, you've been seeing. I mean, obviously, the Internet is unprecedented. They never thought the Internet was going to be this important, and, and they're, they can't demonize it anymore. It's not working. Uh, and I think it's just like we said before. I think it's a matter of time before this new savior, this new godlike Obama creature, is, is not only exposed for being a fraud, uh, but maybe even exposed for being illegally our president. So uh, elaborate on the, the, you know, I guess in the last month or so and maybe the months to come, what do you predict uh, the activism is going to be? Because it's time for America to stand up. We have to stand up now as a collective. Otherwise, we are going to fall, and it's time to put our differences aside, I think. But I want to give you the floor. Go ahead. Well, the catalyst will be a bad economy, and the people who are planning this know that. Uh, that's why they're trying to bait people into disruption, doing things against the law because they're unemployed or because they lost their house and their cars and their kids and their wife or whatever. And we don't want that. Uh, that appeal by Beck is an appeal really to the insane in our nation and our insane people everywhere. And so I, I, I see them looking for martial law. And they need that to be able to control people. And, of course, the usage of American troops... Uh, under martial law is illegal, but they have the Patriot Acts, and essentially they made it illegal, made it legal uh, by destroying the law known as Posse Comitatus. And so uh, I, I see that evolution coming. Now, I've talked to a number of military people, and one of them in particular who is in special forces at a base in America, uh, in their mess hall, they have a large banner, and it says, Expletive, the New World Order. Uh, these are our best uh, soldiers. Uh, if they know what's going on and they feel that way, uh, I don't think these people behind the scenes who are causing us all these problems are going to be able to get people like that to go shoot Americans because they're rampaging through the streets. I don't see it happening. I, I think that they think they can do it, and I know they can't, because 90% of American troops will never fire on fellow Americans unless they're being attacked. And so I think they're going to be a failure. We're going to win. They're all going to be exposed. They're going to be tried. Their riches are going to be taken away from them. They're going to go to jail, and some of them are going to get hung for treason. Yeah. I love it. Uh, you're going to make me cry over here. Uh, Dr. Bob Chapman, internet, theinternationalforecaster.com. Here's the question, because I agree with you. 100% I agree. 
I think uh, some of the greatest people we have in this country are the ones that are risking their lives, no matter what the cause is. But I want to ask you, and it's very appropriate for today, being that there were some uh, mentions about private contractors with this new bill coming out, the new stimulus bill, and no more no-bid contracts. What do you think? I mean, since they're not going to be able to use our own military against us, I agree 100%. And I think Katrina was a good example of how shocking it was for some of these troops to go around and peruse the streets of America, Mm -hmm. knocking on doors and collecting guns from old women. But the question is, what about foreign troops? What about private contractors? What about uh, maybe even Canadian troops or Mexican troops? Do you think they have the ability to use other you know, foreign troops, period, against us? For the willpower, huh? Right. Well, first of all, the disruption is going to happen in every country because they're getting the information that we're talking about today in this program. They're doing it through many programs like this that are operating in the United States and in other countries as well. So the minute Argentina or Thailand or Mexico perhaps send troops out of their country, and most of them have armies of 35 or 40,000 people max, the government's going to get overthrown. So I don't think they're going to want to send their troops anywhere. And besides... If they send U.N. troops in with their pretty blue helmets, they'll make a great target. <laughs> I mean, they'll be taken out immediately. I love it. There's 450 million weapons in the United States. There's 40 million people who have been trained in the military that have used them. And most of those people are armed with AK-47s and AR-15s and other such weapons. No foreign army would stand a chance. We, we might see half America, of Americans, 50% of the population killed, but the people who came here, they're all going to die. And the same thing with the American military or our law enforcement if they turn on us. They're going to have to face 40 million people. Now, how many people can they get up? Three or four million? I don't think those are very good odds. And if they start it and they do it, the insurgents will not take any prisoners. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't come to that. We, we don't want to see, uh, you know, we obviously don't want to see any death. Uh, you asked the question, you got the no, answer. No, it's, it's true. And, and, but, but I completely agree. Let's, let's try to focus in on, on some of these major heads right now of what's going on, you know, the, the, the major people that are pushing this right now. Where does, you know, our new Federal Reserve Chairman Ben Bernanke stand in this whole thing? Where does Alan Greenspan stand if he does even stand anywhere anymore? And, and the guy that also threatened martial law if Congress didn't pass the, uh, the stimulus bill. Paulson, I mean, Henry who, Paulson. Henry Paulson, yes. Who are these people and, and what is the, you know, how are they professionally lying to us essentially? Well, first of all, they're all members of the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Royal Institute, the Bilderberger Group, uh, the World Economic Forum, the Group of 30, the Group of 300. I could go on and on. They all belong to that. They've all agreed that they're going to be part of this new world order. Yeah, let me ask you that. You were asking about books before. Probably the best book on... The financial situation which we're, which we're in right now is G. Edward Griffin's The Creature from Jekyll Island. You read that, you'll get a better understanding of how the people in the United States are being robbed by the Federal Reserve, which is a private corporation. Very important book. Incidentally, he's been a friend of mine for 44 years. Yeah, he's a brilliant man. We've actually had him on the show 
and we plan to have him on the show again. And then we, no question about it, that uh, yeah. book, and and I think also just for you know the video uh, generation that we are, techno, you know, technology and DVDs. I think Aaron Russo's Freedom to Fascism is always a good DVD that I recommend for people just to kind of get their foot in the door, and then from there you could always you know extend the, the yes. arms into other uh, areas that you want to look into. So now that that's great. Obviously, that's a phenomenal book, and every host that we listen to, or at least I listen to, Ben, they they constantly recommend that book. Oh yeah. Um, any any other books? Just while we're on that quick topic, before we keep asking questions, any other books or documentaries or any other materials that you would recommend or websites? Oh, there's so many of them out there. I I think people should just uh, uh, go in and look at Amazon and Google and and all of those other things that people go to get books on. And uh, very often, uh, one book will recommend others. Uh, you know, I, I do have some on the site, and incidentally, Aaron Russo was a longtime subscriber to the International Forecaster, and I talked to him many times. And, uh, wow. you know, he lived between uh, Hollywood uh, and, uh, and Las Vegas, and I lived in L.A. for 36 years, so uh, we, I knew people that he knew. I, I lived in Malibu for 20 years, so... Uh, we had a commonality of interest that we never knew we had other than what's going on out there. Right. And tragically, he died. Um, he beat cancer once, but he couldn't beat it the second time. It's a real shame uh, and, and really sad part. I mean, not only was he a great patriot, great filmmaker, great artist, and so many other things, and, but the um, you know the question I would have had it was you know what's your next film because he was he had such a great film with freedom yeah. of fascism and you know he wanted to do more. Uh, maybe it would have been 9/11. Maybe it would have been furthering the financial crisis and especially with today. Um, I really wish he was still around. But anyway, folks, final segment coming up with Bob Chap- Chapman. It is the internationalforecaster.com. Stay with us. We shall return. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all. All it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Flood sent you. It's Crazy Eddie's greatest 4th of July sale ever! And Crazy Eddie's exploding with savings on anything and everything in home entertainment during Crazy Eddie's greatest 4th of July sale ever! Shop around, get the lowest sale prices you can find, then see Crazy Eddie and he'll beat them! It's Crazy Eddie's greatest 4th of July sale ever! And Crazy Eddie's exploding with savings on anything and everything in home entertainment! Crazy Eddie, his prices are... Insane! Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. 
It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. I like the 40s and the 50s, and I'm starting to like the 60s, and I know I like the 90s, but I don't like panty lines. That's why I wear underalls. I like long looks and short looks and long, long short looks, but who looks good in panty lines? So I wear underalls, pantyhose, and panties all in one. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Say howdy to fresh food at Roy Rogers. Say howdy to our burgers and thick and juicy sides. Howdy to our roast beef and sliced before your eyes. Say howdy to our chicken and howdy to our slaw. Say howdy to a double R. It's not against the law. At Roy Rogers, you never see frozen hamburgers, tired old chicken, or dry roast beef. We make it fresh, and that makes it delicious. Say howdy to fresh food at Roy Rogers. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M Radio. Kick it. Freedom Underground Radio. Animal Farm Radio Show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are talking to Bob Chapman, the international forecaster. Oh, hey, man. Uh, Internationalforecaster.com is his website. Hey, Bob, I wanted to ask you about uh, this Madoff character, how he got away with this stuff. Um, How he's getting away. (laughs) How he's getting away with it. Yeah, how much he stole, and and, uh, did he have government help on the inside? This is a film. Well, first of all, I have no concrete proof. Uh, the SEC is, says it's a state secret. Uh, the yeah. SEC knew about it nine years ago. You probably saw the testimony. Yes. And the yes. SEC have hidden this. Uh, there probably were hundreds of people involved. Uh, there was never any transactions made. The money was just straight up stolen. Uh, my sources in Israel tell me the money's there. And um, I noticed the latest move was uh, to... Uh, exempt their, I guess it's $7 million apartment and uh, 
all the things that they have uh, because they belong to Mrs. Maida, who certainly knew what was going on, and the two sons, which uh, are no longer um, uh, in the United States. They're hiding out in another country. And uh, the whole thing uh, smells like a uh, banking, Wall Street, CIA type of operation, similar to perhaps the BCCI, uh, which we saw during the 1980s, and the Nugent Hand uh, episode that we saw uh, out of Australia in the late 1980s, of both of them uh, CIA operations. And uh, the Stanford group, uh, their employees in Venezuela were being paid by the Central Intelligence Agency, so we know they're in on that scam. And so there's just one scam after another. And uh, yes, the government's involved, Wall Street's involved, the bankers are involved, and they're just outright stealing everybody's money. So was he on the board of the SEC? Is that what I heard? I had heard that, but I don't know. Is that confirmed? No, he wasn't. He was. He was the president of Nasdaq. Oh, okay, I see. So, so then what? At one time. So then, was he part of the regulation? Because I, I was hearing people, you know, talking at talking at the grocery store and this yeah, and that, yeah. and they were people were saying, "Oh, well, you know, George Bush, he went and deregulated everything, and that's why Madoff was able to get away with what he did." But I was, I thought he had the regulation boards in his pocket, which was why he was able to get away with what he did. Is that right? I mean, or is that wrong? No, it was his connections. Okay. And uh, uh, the, uh, the the wall was taken down, uh, destroying Glass-Steagall, uh, and that was called the Chinese Wall, uh, which separated brokerage firms from banks and insurance companies. Uh, that was passed in 1932, I believe, mm-hmm. and um, with good reason. And uh, that allowed this... Uh, uh, situation to evolve with things like this could happen. But the SEC and the Commodity Traders, uh, CFTC, which is called Commodity Futures Trading Corporation, they're both controlled by government. They're in on it. They're on, in on rigging all the markets, uh, in, in, in increasing the wealth of Wall Street, and all they try to do is put small brokers and brokerage firms and newsletter light writers out of business. They're a bunch of criminals. And if anybody thinks that they're there to, to, for their safety or the safety of their investments, they're insane. I think the question really becomes, I mean, when you, you know, and I've, I've talked to... Yes, indeed, Alex. I, I mean, we've talked. I've talked to a lot of my friends, my family about this. I mean, the general, the general reaction to a lot of people who are at least paying attention to what goes on in the world, Bob, is you know that bastard. They want his head. That whole yeah. kind of go get him thing. I, and, I, and even myself, and you know, Ben, I'm glad you asked the question because there's so much information about just this one thing that I really had no idea about. It's not just not that simple. I mean, you know, if he's in, if he's involved at any level, that's probably why he's being protected and why no charges have been brought up and this and that. So, um, you know, that, that's the general idea is people. Always want the the guy's head. They're always you know, you know they always want to kind of gang up on him. Yeah. But uh, w- just to kind of finish on the Madoff thing, we still have about seven minutes. What do you think is going to happen to this guy? I think it's just going to fall uh, down under the bed, under the carpet type thing, or is it just going to escalate? What do you think is going to happen to this uh, Bernie Madoff character? Uh, he'll cut a deal. Uh, it'll be a sweetheart deal. Uh, he'll do um, uh, probably a year and a half to two years at some federal funny farm. 
and uh, uh, like you know the Band Danbury Federal Penitentiary, which is all women now. But anyway, one of these nice places, and uh, he'll live, live happily ever after with billions. Uh, of course, he got, hasn't got long to live. He's an older man, but the point is, uh, he made the caper work. And um, normally, for that, you'd get 30 years. And so, when you see that, you'll know uh, it's a whitewash. I mean, the corruption in America is absolutely incredible. It, I spent 28 years on Wall Street. And I want to tell you something. I was not very popular because I saw through all this. And I would tell these people at the different meetings we'd have, I'd say that's illegal or you shouldn't do that. And he did it anyway. They don't care. You know, money and power is all they want. They're uh, Testarossa, Ferraris and things like that. I mean, that's all they think about. I mean, these, these people are insane. Truly so. Right. Yeah. And so that's why these things go down. And uh, Stanford, uh, he'll probably end up getting four or five years and uh, if they don't whack him. And uh, all the money's been stolen. Right. The same with, uh, with uh, Madoff. And, and so and there'll, be, there'll be many more like this. I mean, you know, when they talk about Africa being corrupt, right, which I used to live in, and I lived there for some years, and other or Mexico or places like that, they couldn't hold a candle right. to what goes on in Washington and Wall Street. Yeah, I mean, it, you know what it is, and you really see it the, today. I mean, you know, I think if you look back before the Bush era and even during the Bush era, yeah, the corruption was obvious. But yeah. th- just in the last six months alone, I think you have seen some of the worst, most lowest forms of filth and scum uh, in in the form, unfortunately, of human beings, and unfortunately, human beings in power. Uh, real quick, Bob, we're almost out of time, and a hundred words or less. You have a, a person on the street; he's looking to you for advice, whether it be financially or as a patriot or as an activist. What do you uh, tell someone? What's like the top five things you tell someone to be prepared for the next six months to the next year? You start off with dehydrated, freeze-dried foods. Uh, you get a filter. You, you get weapons to defend your family. Uh, if you get more money, you buy gold and silver coins and shares, and I don't have any other answers. We do have subscribers who have piles of money, don't want to put them all in those areas, and some of them are buying Swiss franc above government bonds, but it's still fiat paper. Even though the Swiss have 1,040 tons of gold, that doesn't mean they're going to reback their currency with it, although I think they might. But other than that, there's no place to go. Dr. Bob Chapman, you are a legend. I'm going to hang a picture on our wall of you tomorrow, <laughs> and I really, we really do all appreciate you coming on the show. Everybody in the chat room and people are emailing us. They really, uh, they say thank you as well. So thank you very much thank for joining you. Thank us. Thank you very much. And we hope to have you on the show again as soon as possible. Be yeah. well and be and stay in touch. Anytime you want. The great Bob Chapman, once again, the internationalforecaster.com. Folks, quick break, then maybe a quick power segment. We shall return. Stay tuned on the farm. As Jefferson said, dissension's the greatest form of patriotism. You will get good government when you pay attention and hold their feet to the fire. If you don't do that, you will get bad government. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. I am a real American. Fight for the 
mean, what a, a, an amazing interview here on the Animal Farm, folks. Uh, Bob Chapman just joined us. If, you, if you're just tuning in, unfortunately, yeah. you missed it. But jeez, man, that was just incredible. And uh, once again, just thank you uh, to he is he's forever going to be Dr. Chapman on this show. Yeah, and we got to have him back on because it's just you know you ask him one question and while he's talking you think about five others and you're having the same issue and it's great. Absolutely. But uh, not only does he have answers, but he's got some he's got a lot of emotion with the answers and uh, just a phenomenal man, phenomenal guest. And I'm really glad you called him up and great job, absolutely yeah, great job. He's uh, definitely earned his Animal Farm degree. <laughs> no <Doctor>. question. <laughs> animal Farm uh, doctor Bob Chapman. He uh, is. Do we have time for a quick power segment? Uh, I think so. All right. You know what? Why not? It's our show at this point. We're running it on our power segment. <laughs> you want to start? All right. I got some. Go ahead, Ben. You start right. it off. Uh, distracted kindergartners become gamblers. <laughs> I saw that. Children rated as impulsive by their kindergarten teachers appear more likely to begin gambling behaviors like playing cards or placing bets before they hit middle school. Canadian researchers said Monday, study in the archives of uh, pediatrics and adolescent medicine is the first to show gambling among children this young, said Linda Pagani, who led the study at St. Justine's uh, University Hospital Research Center and University de Montreal. The question has always been, what comes before adolescent gambling, uh, Pagani said in the telephone interview. The study's results added gambling to the list of later problems associated with early impulsivity, she said, including delinquency, failure to complete high school, and mental health and addiction problems in adulthood. Power segment continues. Oh, no, it doesn't. No. We're unfortunately, best, unfortunately, yeah, we're out of time. we got the music, folks. Animal Farm Show is ended. We'll be back tomorrow night, same time, same place, and I will try to get that Bob Chapman interview on YouTube as soon as possible. Thank you for joining us. I'll leave you with a CNN anchor who confused the word peanuts. Well, with a different word. Stay. See you tomorrow night. Snack menu and travelers with allergies are flooding the carrier with complaints about the change. Northwest began serving peanuts peanuts this month as its merger partner, Atlanta-based Delta Airlines, has done for years. Georgia is the top peanut-producing state in the country. Delta says that it will make seating and service accommodations for peanut-allergic passengers. You